Hey, thanks so much for downloading the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we are talking about our top three New Year's resolutions, or as we like to call it, our goals that we're trying to attain this year. Also, we have a conclusion to the Christmas gift fail of producer Dub, and we talk the Golden Globes. This and some hugging awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Look it, there's someone with bigger boobs than me. Paula. I've been laying here for five hours with sushi on my naked body. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 429. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Yay. Okay, so last, we'll just jump right in. No reason to dick around. Last week when we were talking about the new year, new decade, whatever, I am one of those, I'm like you, I guess. New year doesn't mean fresh start to me necessarily. A lot of shit carries over. It's just a new date to me. But I do fool myself into trying to have New Year's resolutions (laughs) that I try to adhere to. Right. I think you do too. I guess they're New Year's resolutions. I guess I think about them more or less as goals, like for yeah. myself. But I mean, yes. some people, you know, get into the old, I'm I'm going to lose 15 pounds or I'm going to yeah. quit smoking or I'm going to, you know, travel those the world or, you know, those kinds of things. <laughs> and Right. They resolve. Usually mine is, you know, try not to get pregnant. But I mean, yes. at this, you know, moment in my life, I... I I think that one's just going to resolve itself. So, And the older you get, you get to shelve that one, which is nice. The fact that I'm not having sex with anyone, that, you know, unless I'm the Virgin Mary. Yes. Well, okay, just Mary. <laughs> Actually, that'd be, that'd be a funny movie. Just Mary. <laughs> and the wind screams, Mary. <laughs> there goes your fertility. So I'm like, well, I'll just, you know, come up with different goals for myself. I agree. I'm with you. I like the idea of calling it a goal. And it sounds so promising when you have like almost 12 months to achieve the goals. Yeah. You know, because you think, oh, yeah, great. And then, you know, and by October, does anybody even remember that they had goals? Some of us do. Well, but... it's like a school project. You're just like, I've got yeah. two months. And then like, you know, three days before it's due, you're like, oh, shit, I got to do this project. Mom, can I go to Michael's? Why yeah. do you need to go to Michael's? Well, I have to do this very intricate cacophony of project that is due on Friday for open house. Can we rent <laughs> to kill a mockingbird? <laughs> Okay, so speaking of goals, let's talk about some of ours for this year. I, too, agree with you. I like the term goals when it comes to just trying to improve ourselves, right? Just trying to get a little bit better. You know, and I don't know about you, but I've taken getting healthy, getting healthy off the list. That's just a daily grind for me. So, eh, whatever. So I'll start and then you tell me one. I I have three, but how many do you have? One, two, three? I'll I'll go with the... Well, I'm going to add a third. I'm going to go with three. Okay. So here's my number one. I'm going to take a lesson to try a new thing. I've modified it because initially I said I want to try three new things, but I'm like, that's that's overreaching. There's no way I'm going to have time to do that and and actually satisfy this goal. So I said I'm going to take a lesson to try one new thing. 
First of all, I hate going out and taking a lesson with other people. I'm not excited about it, but mm-hmm. it's because it makes me uncomfortable. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. So I told Daryl about this this goal of mine to take a lesson. And, of course, the first one that came to my mind was dance lessons. Oh, God. And I said. You guys are going to take, I, like, ballroom dancing, are you? Salsa. <laughs> You're that couple. <laughs> I know. So, but I said. I said, I'm willing to allow you to be a part of this because I'm not going to go take like ballet or jazz by myself because that's silly. <laughs> I don't think I could do it with Wait, a Wait, you're face. allowing him? You just don't want to do that by yourself. No, I just said, you know, I, I, you can take ballroom or salsa or whatever without a partner. They just, you just match up with whoever else yeah, is there. Yeah, you end up with like the nose pick hand nerd <laughs> exactly. that's trying so to pick least- up on chicks. At least I know that Daryl's hands have not been touching balls or or nostrils God. in the time frame in which I mean I know that happens, but in the time frame in which we are touching hands, I know that they are clean. So I said maybe can he sh- can he shimmy though? I mean he can. Okay, he can he does have the little white man? He's got a little bit of the white man overbite dance oh, when God. we're just dancing in a club, which has been for like decades. But <laughs> but and I told him that, and I said, listen, you know, we we know what your comfort zone is. So are you willing to try this? He goes, yeah, I'm willing to try it. And I said, all right, then we can try it. Now we haven't signed up for anything yet. It was just it's been a discussion. The other one is taking a tennis lesson because I've always wanted to learn how to play tennis. Mm-hmm. And the other one is taking a cooking class. Now, I think that's a that's a throwaway because I really know how to cook already. So that's kind of, to me, is lazy. <laughs> but it's my third choice. You could take a cooking lesson in a particular cuisine. Like you could take like, um, like Asian cuisine. Paula, I cannot cook Chinese food to save my soul. Well, then you could take right. an Asian cuisine class or like or a sushi making or something. <laughs> Then I just pictured the Samantha and Smith Jared when she's just like, I've been laying here for five hours with sushi on my naked body. Enjoy your handmade roll. It's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest movie ever, but I love it. I swear to God. Actually, you know, that scene, she has those kick ass shoes that are fish bones. Oh, that's right. They're so awesome. I'm like, I don't know where I would ever wear these, but they're awesome looking. I just thought they were so cool. I think it was shortly after that that she broke (laughs) up with them because she's just like, what (laughs) have I become? You know, like, I'm not one to sit around and wait for a van. (laughs) I'm five pounds or no, uh, five years and 15 pounds later, I've decided I need to work on myself. (laughs) I just don't know what to do. And Carrie's like, go with your gut. (laughs) (laughs) What's with the gut? (laughs) It's so funny. They all say something else. She walks in. Charles like, you have a dog. <laughs> when really she's like, well, look at the tube on your body. Well, I mean, so. she was wearing a half shirt. I mean, that's like me wearing a half shirt and letting all my flab hang out. What's funny is I don't think it was meant to be a half shirt. Oh. <laughs> the, I don't think it was. It I just think slid if, up? Okay. If she, I mean, and here's the thing. No excuse. The woman never had children. She's in her 50s. I she know, should not have right? a gut. Yeah. Right. Yeah, actually, we'll talk about that later when we talk about the Golden Globes. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, so what's your first uh, goal for 2020? Okay. So my first one is I, I call it tying up loose ends. Ooh. I mean this, I guess, I guess in relationships, but I mean, it could be in other things. I just, I've had a lot of time to reflect. I guess, you know, I've had an awakening, you can say. 
mm-hmm. in the last year or so, probably the last year, yeah. where yeah. I'm just seeing the world through fresh eyes. And you are. Um, I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just, you know, life experiences that I'm I'm just starting to have different revelations about mm-hmm. myself and um yeah. I don't want to call people toxics because I, I don't think that's the right word. I don't think people are okay. the, the people in my life are toxic. I just okay. think that they're just not good matches for me. And yeah. um, and I'm not meaning like, you know, sexually or, you know, no, you mean re- just people in your life. Yeah, just just different people in my life. I don't know that um, we're just good matches for each other's lives yeah Mm -hmm. you know what used to make sense may not make sense anymore and you know I didn't realize that could happen where maybe you were friends with someone for a really long time and Mm -hmm. then you know since you were younger and then as you've gotten older um yeah it just you get more set in your ways your viewpoints change um Mm -hmm. your relationships change like externally with you know in your own personal lives and mm-hmm. that can affect your relationship with that person yeah and um you know maybe what once made sense just doesn't make sense anymore and yeah the relationship becomes more negative than positive yes and, it's not a, it's not healthy for you right and so mm-hmm. although it's difficult it might be better just to part ways yep i've been tying up these different loose ends with different people because I am the kind of person that needs closure. And so some people like you, you can just walk away and be done with it. And what's really great about growing older as a woman specifically is you're, you're tired of bullshit and you're just like, this is so not important anymore to me. I don't need it. And you just get rid of it. Well, it's like you, you're almost like in a position where like, you know, I'm allowed to, Yes. not do this anymore like yes. I, like i i don't have to be i don't have to do this like i can yeah. i can just say like no and, and it's and it doesn't have to be a bad thing like i mean no sometimes it is because you know some some well, people somebody's can, feelings well yeah. i mean and it's not and, and it's you know it can be sad you know it's it's sure because you know you have had a connection with someone for maybe a really long time mm-hmm. but Ultimately, it may be for the best. And and you don't wish, yeah. wish ill upon anyone. I'm glad that you're doing it. I think it's a very good thing. Yes. Well, and it leaves, love it, love it. It leaves more room for posi- better people, positivity, you know, yes, and not so absolutely. much, uh, not negative feelings, but, you know, uh, turmoil in my heart. Yeah, I guess I agree. I think that's great. And that will make me happy to see you happier. My second goal is to read more. Oh. I used to love reading. I was a voracious reader as a kid. I went, I read every classic I, in high school. I was in, you know, Excel classes for English and stuff. And it was all literature. Mm-hmm. And man, did I love it. I loved it. And so I want to try to rekindle that love for reading. It's really hard because there's a lot of crap out, mm-hmm. especially with like, you know, with the internet now, everybody published self can self publish. So you've got to kind of wade through it. But I'm definitely going to try to find books that I enjoy reading again, because I kind of miss it. And I don't need to watch TV or play video games. I need to, you know, kind of do something a little more cerebral. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make an effort to read more. You know, what you should do two. is we should post on our Facebook page, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, suggestions for reading material. 
Oh, that's a good idea. Like, you know, I trust either our, I trust our listeners. Either fiction or nonfiction. I personally like nonfiction. Yeah. yeah. Like documentary or not documentaries, uh bi- biographies. biographies or true crime yeah. or something like Yeah, right now I um I purchased Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow mm-hmm. like a month ago and I'm like in chapter two. Yeah. And I just I'm just so intrigued by the information that he found. I, I think he's a really good reporter. I mean he isn't everyone's cup of tea, but I do think that he f- he is able to back up everything that he reports on. And so this book is kind of a compilation of everything that he found out about Hollywood and Jeffrey Epstein and all that stuff. Mm. So I was kind of hoping it would kind of like give me all the information because I'm a big fan of just facts. I don't need your opinion. I just want the facts on it. And so I'll read it. And I'm hopeful that I'll get some kind of perspective that social media isn't telling me to have, you know, but I'm with you. I do like biographies and I'm a big fan of American history. I've read a lot about the founding fathers and their lives. John Adams is one of my favorite stories. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I'm definitely going to I'm going to make an effort to read more. That's my biggest thing. All right. So what's your number two? Okay, so my number two is I mean, it's it's hopefully it's a for sure thing, but I mean, it's definitely a goal. I'm going to enroll in school. I had previously tried to do the real estate thing because everybody knows I had been doing HR for years and years. I'm not hireable because I've been out too long. So For HR, yeah. Yes, for HR. So I tried doing the real estate thing, the school thing, and basically what I came to realize is that because it's just basically strict sales, it's just not like something you can count on is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, you know, if it's going to be me and the kids, I need something that's like regular and consistent, you know, money wise. I can't be, you know, do something one month and then go three months with nothing. Yeah. Commission based is really rough. So I found this other program. It's called a surgical technician. And basically what this position does is you know you work in a surgical environment you set up all the instruments um you know you're working a very sterile environment um you hand the instruments to the surgeon the surgeon during surgeries you know you handle like counting the gauze counting the towels getting them back um sometimes they'll hand you the specimens you put them in that little you know silver surgical tray Sometimes, you know, when they're holding the wound or not the wound, the incision open, you could be doing that. Mm. So you're like in the weeds with this thing. And so I'm I'm pretty much almost done with the whole process because I've been going to this school, you know, doing their assessment tests, their financial sure. aid, their blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And so basically after that, I just have to write an essay and then the... Essay. program director will read it and let me know if she's going to accept me into the program and then <laughs> your check cleared you're in <laughs> basically that is my goal um fun fun I mean, yay school it sounds like it should be a go but given my life anything <laughs> and everything could happen so yeah. Well, let's just, we'll, we'll keep positive thoughts that all will go well, and you will be a surgical tech before the, uh, before you're 50. Yeah. And right? so it takes 15 months. And so, no, it's nothing. yeah, it's really not that, that long. Walk in the park. So yeah. uh, 15 no months, I could be wearing scrubs and working at a hospital. Yay. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be fun. I know. You'll be, you'll be a delight. That'd be weird wearing <laughs> scrubs. And then I'll, you'll be married to I'll a surgeon meet a before rich you know it. doctor and. <laughs> I'm just going to say. You're going to meet some wealthy young hustler and you're going to be like, I've met the love of my life. 
He's a surgeon. <laughs> we bonded. We jealous. bonded over our gallbladder surgery. It was over the gallbladder surgery of Mrs. Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number three is a pretty simple one. I am trying to purge my life of shitty clothes. Mm. Um, I figure, just like you with your with you know, and me with our friendships, the quality is better than the quantity, and so I would like to purge myself. Daryl is all in on this, which I think is really helpful. He's like. If you buy one more rag from Target, I'm going to throw up. He's like, stop buying shitty clothes. Just buy something really nice. And then you just have it. I'm like, you know what? It, it, it's such a hard habit to break when you're a mom with a lot of children. Mm-hmm. You just go to Target all the time to get diapers or whatever you're getting there. Plus, children, you never want to waste your money on really expensive clothes mm-hmm. because they grow so fast. Mm-hmm. It's so Target is a perfect place for it because you can buy a t-shirt for three ninety nine, mm-hmm. and if they grow out of it no big deal so you get in this really bad habit of just grabbing a rag off the rack and going oh this will fit and you just take it and you go well i'm trying to break my habit of that because i don't have to go to target for kids clothes anymore so and if i do buy kids clothes i'm buying something expensive because it's not for my children and i don't it doesn't do anything to Give them something really nice that if they grow out of it, they can just donate or pass on or whatever. Right. So, yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to do quality pieces versus a lot of pieces. Right. So that is a goal that I've had for a couple of years and it's just not working. Yeah. Hold, habits are hard to break. Yeah. I don't know that I would ever be able to get in the habit of buying expensive clothing. That would be really Well, I don't even me. mean ex- it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, there's Nordy Rack and, you know, Saks Fifth off Fifth. You know, there's like discount places that have really nice brands. You just have to find them and be frugal. But I'm just you know. saying, like, if there was a shirt that was over $20, I'd probably freak out. Like, I would never be oh. able to buy that. So you don't even shop at Target? <laughs> no, I really don't. I mean, if it's not Ross or Amazon, I don't do it. I do like Ross and TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. I do love those places. But I guess there's it's it's something called, um, I don't know if they call it like fast brand or something like that, where basically it's like clothes that are trendy that won't be trendy in a, in a season. And so they're cheap. And then you can just eliminate. And I'm like, that's so wasteful. Like, to me, that's just so wasteful. See, I don't really buy anything that's... Well, I don't think I buy anything that's trendy. If I do, I don't do it on purpose. I don't really either. Yeah. I just buy what I think is cute. And then I'll just wear it. (laughs) Honestly, Paula, if I could just find a pair of jeans or a brand of jean that I love... Even if they were $200, $300 a pair, I'd buy like six of them mm-hmm. and then buy black t-shirts and that's all I would wear. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite outfit. That's all I want to wear. They just have to fit right. You know, I need them to... F- I don't like the boxy square tee, so you've got to find the feminine cut mm-hmm. that will, you know, accommodate my incredibly large breasts, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Yes. I have one more. So I would say about maybe three weeks ago, maybe a month ago... I bought this tiny mirror. It's 20 times the magnification of a regular Uh, mirror. Yes. My face looks like I'm on meth because (laughs) I have tweezers in the mirror every night. Paula, no. I have to. In fact, it's not just me. We we as a family have agreed that the mirror has to go. Because everybody's being obsessive. We all, all of our faces are mutilated. And no, 
<laughs> it's just we can't stop. <laughs> so oh no, the mirror has to go. But no one's actually picked it up to throw it away or to do something with it. I just I don't know what we're gonna do. I, maybe I'll bury it. I don't know. I just what, what does it look like? Is it a circle? The kind that sits it's, on it's the, a tiny little circle. It's probably three inches tall. Oh, and it's small. It is, but I, I've made a little apparatus. I suction cupped it to a compact, and then I hang it over, like, my tall lotion. And then it sits on my end table, and then I'll just, like, sit in front of it, and I'll just... I don't know. I'll just mutilate. You know, you know, most people use those to apply makeup and stuff. They don't use that to cut their face up with tweezers. Well, that's what I do, so... <laughs> I know. I have one, actually. Um, I have one that magnifies about, I think it's 10 times so that I can uh, do my eyebrows and then also so that I can apply foundation and stuff because, you know, I'm getting old and you got to really make sure you, you know, I think about those older women who put on makeup and their eyebrows are ridiculous or their lipstick is too big or too much this or that. And I don't ever want to look like that. So, you know, I'm looking at my face super close to make sure that I don't look like some kind of sad, pathetic old prostitute. So that's why I have it. (laughs) But I definitely have gone overboard with the tweezers. I mean, haven't you ever seen your pores and think that there's like blackheads and things like that? And I don't have blackheads, but... I do have a couple of large pores that drive me insane. And so I'm like, I have this thicker concealer that I will literally putty if I can. I hate it. See, but you have to have the mirror. I have like a sewing needle that I just stab in there to see if there's anything in there. Dr. Pimple Popper would love you. I know. And I can't wait for you to be a surgical tech. <laughs> All right. Really quick before we move on to the Golden Globes and the Hugging Awkward Moments of the Week, because those are going to be really funny. I told you last week on the show how Christmas gifting did not go well for producer Deb this year yes. for Daryl and I. The Bee Watch. Uh, the Bee Watch. The horrible Bee Watch was returned. Okay. Now, this is what's hilarious is that uh, I don't even know what day it is. It was a couple of days ago. And we were going to Trader Joe's, your most favorite place that smells wonderful to you. Smells like old cheese. And so uh, we were into Trader Joe's. The parking lot, of course, as typical Trader Joe's fashion, was a mess. And it was crowded as hell. And we're like, where are... Why are all these people here? New year, they're getting their health food, I guess. So we, I said, just park way down there. Let's walk. It's no big deal. We had this giant monster truck that he had to have when he turned 50. Mm-hmm. And so we we have this tank. And so I, I get uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't really want to park next to all the Priuses and the Subarus because, first of all, they will get hostile. And second, you're going to hit somebody. And so let's just go far away is, you know, so I just, just park out there. So he heard me, but he still decided to go up and down every aisle before he finally parked where I told him to park. And so he was mad at me thinking that I was yelling at him to do this thing that he's like, I was on my way. I'm like, you took the, then you took the longest goddamn route. I don't like, I don't understand, but see, I have. I have road rage and I hate the way most people drive. So, you know, I'm just like A to B quickly. Let's just move it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's the way I was trained as a child on how to drive. But I do have this problem. So we get out of the car and he tries to hold my hand. I'm like, no, thank you. And he goes, what? I go, I'm not holding your hand. He goes like, why? I go, because you're being a dick. I'm like, this is why I don't like going places with you. So now we're these old, this old couple bickering. So finally we get through, we get home. I'm still a little heated because, you know, I can't let anything go right away. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I have a present for you. (laughs) 
I'm like, why okay. is he choosing right now? I don't know. And I said, all right. Are you and not he goes, allowed to have space? <laughs> well, it was a, it was a, it was a bicker. It wasn't like a big blowout. I know, so but he... I mean, even Victor knows that if I'm angry, I'm like, just leave me alone. I'll come. Give me I'll like come 10 minutes. to you when I'm ready. <laughs> exactly. Like when and I come it, around so... and I act like things are normal again, then he knows it's safe. Right. And so I literally put my purse down and he comes up and he goes, I have a present for you. I'm like, what is it? I is said, it, if it's, your, I even, if it's a, if it's a hard penis, I will chop it off. <laughs> and I said, I said something derogatory and I said, if this is severed head, I'm going to be really disappointed. And he's like, no. So he gives me this big white box and it's from London again. And he goes, it's from London again. I'm like, great. Is it another watch? And he's like, no. And so I open so it. So what does it have now? And- a butterfly? Yeah, is it a butterfly? Is it no, it was the cashmere robe that I actually wanted. So he got it and I was like, Oh my god, I love it. He goes, Well, it's it's a little light pink because I wanted a cream colored one. But it's beautiful, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I said, I said, You went to the list. He goes, I did. (laughs) I said, Good for you. Thank you. I love it. And it's so nice. Very, very nice. Really, it was a good make good. He, he did it. He did good. Well, good. So, I was still irritated, so I tried to not be teary because I had a lot of emotions at the same time that I didn't find fair, but I didn't cry. So, I mean, did but he did... do it to try and, like, make up for the fact that you were angry, like, right then? Um, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Because I'd be like, why, yeah. did, why can't you wait until we're good and then give me the presents? <laughs> like, know. don't do it when I'm pissed off. I think he was so desperate to make up for the watch mishap that he just wanted to get it get it going. Oh, do you like, think just, like it had just come in the mail or something? It did. He said it just arrived. Oh, and so okay. uh, I think he grabbed it before I could even see it. Or, or maybe he told someone to grab it off the porch or whatever before, you know, I got home or something. But he, I mean, and finally, when I, when I went upstairs to put it away, I saw the box on the couch. So I knew someone had opened it for him and put it in his office so that I wouldn't see it. Mm -hmm. So I think he was just so desperate to quickly make up for it. that That's why he didn't wait. He couldn't wait any longer. He's like, I can't, this, this day is falling away from me. Right. It can only get worse from here if I don't do this now. So I think that's why he did it, but I love it. And this is why we have a list. And you know what? Hey, he's a great husband. He's a great guy. So if gift giving without a list is his biggest flaw, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, there's worse things to be. So, you know, I'm good with it. Yes. He can do it. Okay. Moving on. Last night, the Golden Globes aired. I don't know about you, but I had completely forgotten that we were heading into award season. Well, I don't even remember them advertising that they were going to be on. I literally saw a promo for the Golden Globes the day before. That was it. And I'm like, do I just not watch enough television? I don't think I watch enough local television. Well, I mean, not even that. But I mean, as much as I'm on social media for our show or just for research or whatever, not one, not one post did I see anything for the Golden Globes. I remember them. I, re- I barely, I vaguely remember the nominations that happened at the beginning of December. Okay, I don't, and then, I didn't know, like, I only knew, like, one movie, which was Once Upon too. a Time in Hollywood. The other ones I've never even heard of in my life. So they were last night. Now, of course, for me, and maybe you, Red Carpet is really all I'm super interested in. Pretty much. I'm curious to see what people are telling, what stylists are telling stars they need to be wearing to be, you know, cool and hip. Okay. And they're always a massive failure. What if... <laughs> 
Uh, There's never anything really yeah, good. Yeah, but this year was particularly bad. It was horrible. All the women over 50 looked like shit. Except for Kate Blanchett. I did like her little dress, and I thought that, oh, what's that name? She's the X-Files woman. Oh, Whatever I, that woman's name is, she looked amazing. Yeah. And Helen Mirren looked good, too, but she was she only a presenter. She always looks good. She's oh, fabulous. you know, um, Nicole Kidman was... A, all the girls that wore red looked actually pretty good. I thought ScarJo I, was okay. She's not over 50, though. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, you're right. <laughs> Did you see Annette Benning? No. Come out? She was a presenter. Now the dress is a Cyrano, and I love... I love that guy. He's great. He dresses all the women of all sizes and shapes. And I absolutely love everything he does. I have no doubt that up close that dress was perfection. On stage, it was a high collar, like to her chin, three layers of, of, it looked like diamonds. And then it was a black, straight, tunic-like dress. Every inch of her body was covered. Now, she's in her 60s, I think. So to me, the first time when she walked out, the first thing I thought is, oh, she's hiding her her chest and her chin because she's older and she doesn't do plastic surgery. And that's probably got to look pretty rough on TV. What what color was it? Black. Annette Full Benning, black. Golden Globes. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to look for it. Um, but the big talk of the night, while you're looking that up, was Patricia Arquette and Selma Hayek. Because they exposed their own globes yes. for the whole world to see. <laughs> they were significant. Hey, you know what? When they're that large, it doesn't matter yeah. what you wear. Proof. Salma Hayek was wearing something incredibly showy. And Patricia Arquette was wearing something drapey with a low cut. And you could still see her breasts. Very clearly large. And I was like, I said something on social media last night. I was like, hey, look it. There's someone with bigger boobs than me. That's awesome. I was finally happy to see a woman in Hollywood actually have breasts. Now, I did not realize that Selma Hayek had fake boobs. I thought those were real because she's Latin. I don't think she has fake boobs. No, they're fake. I didn't realize. When did that um, happen? I did some years ago, probably pre-baby, because when she was pregnant, they were tremendously huge. Oh, Just like gosh. Jessica Simpson. She does look bad. Jessica Simpson's boobs are fake? No, no, no. Hers are very real. Oh, okay. She's the one I relate to her the most. Because her boobs are as big as mine. Yeah, so I know really. exactly I what she's realize, dealing with. Yeah, because when Selma Hayek was pregnant, I mean, those things mm-hmm. just exploded. Oh, my God. How did she even breathe? I don't know. That's what I kind of thought, too. But, yeah. But, and, um, uh, Pat- yeah. Uh, not Patricia Arquette. Uh, mm. What's the Arquette? No, it is Patricia Arquette. Yeah, it's Patricia Arquette. Mm-hmm. She does have massive breasts. And, and those are very real. And you know what the sad part is? Is when you do have big boobs, it does make mm-hmm. you look larger. Like, oh, yeah. I've seen yes. myself. I look like I yeah. have, I look like an apple. I look like I have chicken Paula, legs. And I look like I have is, this giant fat top. And it's only because it's I have big boobs. And if I was paid for every photo with a bad angle, mm-hmm. Uh, where I look 20 pounds heavier because of my shirt choice, it is, it's heartbreaking. I'd be rich. I'd be a wealthy woman. But um, yeah, large breasts with a petite bod, it's very difficult to dress. And Patricia Arquette, I I don't think she has a stylist. I think she just wears whatever she wants, is my opinion. Probably. Well, I mean, she doesn't seem like the type that actually gives a shit, so. (laughs) No, I don't. I think she's pretty free. What did you think of Leo? I thought Leo looked a little puffy. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, he might be doing a film or something like that. I think his or, hair you know, is thinning. The other thing, too, is is usually when he's not filming, he is a little mm. on the heavier side. So That's true. He does like his drink and his food. Yeah, I mean, I've seen true. him poolside when he's just a chub, you know. Still adorable, With though. his skinny 21-year-old model girlfriend of the time. Mm, no. But well, you know, if you get the opportunity, why wouldn't you? <laughs> okay, one thing I noticed: what was up with the sleeves last night? I mean, oh my god, everybody had so these much. huge fucking sleeves and puffs, and and the, a lot of the dresses that had these giant sleeves, they were just like bad bridesmaids satin, not satin. Oh my god, uh, yeah, satin. Tool. No, it's that tool shit. Well, there it's was that, netting. but there was also like just that matte satin, you know, look. Well, it was probably silk, but it Maybe looked it was. like garbage. I was not impressed with much. There was this I one actress. Say. I was convinced she was pregnant. Oh, here she is. Uh, the green dress? Jodie Comer. Yeah, she. Yes. She's only 25. I thought she was pregnant and I looked her Me up. Too. She's not. She's not even married. Nope. And she's got a huge ass tent on. She looked like a lot of people called her Gumby. I was just like, what is she wearing? And then there was another lady who had this like big yellow romper on. She looked like an, a peeled banana. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Taylor Swift wore that. this giant dress with floral flowers all over it. Very floral. There was a lot of floral, actually. Uh, there was a lot of floral last night. And then um, I go ahead. A lot of pink. A lot of pink, uh, a lot of tool. Gwyneth Paltrow, oh, people God. are like, oh, she she reinvented the see-through dress. I'm like, Man. she looks like a poo-poo. That's what I was going to say. She paper. looked like a shit. <laughs> I mean, she, it was like a, it was translucent poo-colored tool was- with granny panties on underneath. And I'm like, why is this sexy? Who said this was good? It's not even a I good can't. color on her. I mean, it's a, it it's was a ugly. horrible shade of brown. I mean, there is not one. There's only one woman I can think of who could pull off an ugly dress no matter what. And that's Halle Berry. I was going to say either that or seen. Lisa Bonet. I mean, really, I just, you know, yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. But um, yeah. And then, of course, I mean, the worst dress of the evening, I, I have to give to J-Lo. I don't know. Oh, my God. What? Agreed. I, I don't know what was go, going through What's her with mind. What's with the bow? That was, Is that a, and that was couture. That was like someone made that for her. It's like, who made that? Wait, it was, um, it wasn't Dior, not Chanel. It wasn't Versace. She does wear a lot of Versace. It was one of the big names. Was it like Fendi or something like that? No, I can't remember. I could probably look it up. But anyway, I saw that and went, okay, what's happening with the with the thing? She is. I enjoy her acting. I I enjoy watching J Lo personally, but I've I've enjoyed her since she was in this movie called U Turn a hundred years ago. So. She probably did a great job. You know what this dress reminds me of? It reminds me of that skit Carol Burnett did where uh, <laughs> she was walking around with the uh, curtain rod. The Gone with the Wind skit. Yes. Yes. It looks like it's J-Lo true. took the curtains out of her house and made a dress or like maybe mm-hmm. shower curtains. And I just wonder if this was like a second choice, like something fell through because this isn't even her style. Well, like I she told, doesn't even wear I this. I sent you a meme and I said, it looks like she was bloated and she just wanted to like cover it. It is possible. Something went up and she's like, I can't, I can't walk around with this food baby. Okay. So <laughs> I, I typically do not like Kirsten Dunst's choice, but I really liked yeah. her dress last night. The pink. Okay. What was wrong with Renee Zellweger? Paula, we were sitting there watching it, and you know, I made a comment on social media about on Twitter. I said Joaquin Phoenix is drunk, 
you know and someone's like he has anxiety he doesn't like talking and i'm like no that dude was grabbing his face and rubbing it like we all do we've had too many beers we we know intoxication when we see it i think jennifer aniston was a little bit tipsy when she was out there trying to be serious with the you know the bushfire speech um either that or she just couldn't see shit because she refuses to wear glasses i don't know but there was a lot of drinking going on there was a shit ton of empty moet chandon bottles sitting around in that in that tiny little hotel room i know so i'm sorry i think that they had been getting their drink on and they're they're all 90 pounds i mean they're gonna get drunk on a glass of wine that's true so Renee Zellweger, who is like 85 pounds, she yeah. comes up. And first of all, I thought her dress was stunning. I thought it was beautifully yeah, she, tailored. She had nice legs. The dress was just perfection. I mean, there was not a wrinkle in sight. I mean, that teeny tiny line of crystals around her bustier, it was beautiful. I thought it was a beautiful color, but I hated what she, I hated her speech because she's just like, well, thank you for inviting me after 17 years. And I'm just like, whose fault is that? Well, these yeah, people act, do something. These aren't the, these aren't their fault. These are your peers. They don't give a shit. You know, it's like it's not their fault that you've been, you know, hiding away, acting like you're the most talented human being on the planet and no one gets you. It's like, what are you what are you doing? Well, I mean, the problem I had was is like she just was talking really strange and she was like she like she was like someone had slowed down the forty five and And she kept turning to her 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 agent, just do the work, Renee. Just do the work. And, and I'm just like, what are you doing? What is this? Because I mean before she used to, you know, you know, she was super bubbly. Well, during Bridget Jones and stuff, I mean, she, you know, her. Well, that was the other problem I had is I'm like, have she had that much Botox to where her lips won't even move? <laughs> I don't know. I know she had like they're so puckered, like it's a little asshole trying to talk. Hmm. Well, I know she had her eyes done, and now they look like they've gone back to normal. Yes, thank God. She must have reversed it or something, but she's so bitter clearly i don't even know but i uh, on that note i will say ricky gervais was amazing he, he was is. he he killed and people were like oh we're so offended i'm like what are you offended by he's telling you everything you already know you fucking hypocrites mm-hmm. like i loved it i loved it that was my favorite thing and i i just like he's like one more guys come on just one more i know you know the <laughs> I one thing it. i wish it just i wish if a celebrity could just give a, a, a thank you speech without talking about some sort of political issue. There were some that did great. Yeah. But then there were those who like Michelle, I do like Michelle Williams and I'm really glad she won for her role. Cause I watched that entire series. Fox, uh, first Fosse Verdon. Uh-huh. And it was good. And she absolutely earned that accolade. But if she could not stop talking, I was like, finally, I was like, okay, fine, women. Yes, we get it. Go, sister, go. And Tiffany Haddish was hilarious. She's like, "Mm, mm, go, girl. And I I mean, to me, it was sarcasm. I loved it. Loved it. But not the, I meant Tiffany Haddish's reaction. Right, right, right. It was just too much. Well, I'm just like, okay, I get it. You have a platform, but you know, you have social media, you have Instagram, you have your own website, you've got Twitter. You know, why use the freaking Golden Globes where you're being awarded for your acting in a certain show (laughs) to talk about abortion, you know, (laughs) or climate change or the fires in Australia or, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I 
I I agree. I mean, I'm 100%. not saying issues aren't important, but I mean, there's a time and a place. I'm just saying. They just feel like this is their time to have a voice, which which is weird because they're celebrities. They have a voice. It's very clear. You can have a podcast and talk about choice all day, every day if you want to. And people will listen if they love you. I'm just saying, you know? like, you know, if Olivia won an award at school, she's not going to grab the mic <laughs> and say that, you know, she demands apple juice instead of, you know, <laughs> of milk. milk. In the lunchroom cafeteria. We all need to stand together. Even though she just, you know, <laughs> we have a voice. won an award for, you know, citizenship. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. I know. I know. I agree. Although I, I did feel like it was a bit limited as far as, you know, it used to be everybody would pontificate. And now I was, there was like three or four. Everybody else was kind of like, thank you very much. You know, and they, they went well, on I, I want to say they were discouraged from... You know, talking about politics. And it's just like, thank God. Because you know what? Nobody wants to do that shit. Ricky Gervais said in the beginning, he's like, no one gives a shit what you think. Just take your little award, say thank you, and fuck off. (laughs) It's like, yes, thank you. That's what we all want. They should have just put a a thing of tomatoes in the center, you know? And then they could just start flinging them at people when they were on the stage talking about, I just want to say, ah! Yeah, no kidding. Or the giant hook. <laughs> that would be so funny. He's like, na, 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 na. I don't know what Aquafina said when she got there. She's like, oh, all right, this is neat. Or something like that. She was hilarious. First of all, well, she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. And the movie that she, the movie that she won for is one that I'm trying to see. It wasn't released here. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now. It's the following. No. <sighs> Forgiven. I don't know. It's about, it's called, it's about Japanese culture and um or chinese culture about how they don't tell the older ancestors when they're going to die they just start having celebrations and they don't ever tell them when they're dying they just kind of just do like these final hurrahs Mm -hmm. it's a very cultural thing and so she plays the granddaughter Mm. and i mean the promos the trailer made me weepy and i said okay this is obviously a film that i will have to watch on my own you know like terms of endearmenty kind of thing uh, but I'm looking forward to watching it. And I absolutely love Aquafina. I think she's amazing. Yeah, she I can't is wait. funny. Yeah. Oh, God. So good. And she's like, told you, Dad, I'd get a job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sounds about right. That is cute. Anyway. Anyway, overall, I would say that I did enjoy the Golden Globes. I just wish I knew the movies that were nominated. I, I didn't know yes. any of them. And then they're just like, the winner is 1917. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is that? It's a movie that's coming out full, full like all screens on Friday. Oh, so it's not even out. Well, it was out limited. Um, like Daryl and I tried to find it so he could go see it because I can't see war movies; they give me nightmares. Uh-huh. But Daryl loves, you know, loves war movies, and so uh, he was trying to go see it, and it wasn't playing anywhere at the when we were looking for it. But I said, "Oh, well, it's coming out on Friday everywhere because now they're trying to get Oscar nominations, so you'll be able to see it." All right, enough of that. Um, let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Nip slip edition. Oh no. Oh yes. As we know, I had a fairly significant nip slip awkward moment in my life 
back in the day when I, before I was married, I went to a holiday party and it was when Demi Moore's uh, movie with Robert Redford and Woody Harrelson was really popular. Indecent Proposal. Indecent Proposal. And she had this classic, iconic little black dress that had many straps on the, along the top. Yeah, they were like and, pointed straps, but they mm-hmm. had like gaps in them. They were like lines. Very geometric. Mm-hmm. And I found a knockoff version of that. And I bought it for this holiday party that I went when I was working at this place. And it was semi, it was a formal holiday party. So I wore it. And of course, uh, there was photographers taking candids of all the employees and everybody having a good time and, you know, dancing and whatnot. And so I was dancing with a gentleman that I did not like. He was the guy who had um, unsolvable body odor. Uh, he could not not smell. Wow. And he liked me, of, of course. And I just was like, Ugh. he asked me to dance. And I was like, oh, my God. So we did. And of course, the candid photographer came up and took a photo. And then what they did is they posted all the photos in the cafeteria. Well, if, if was, I like, recall from the picture, he put his armor on you and you were kind of squished up against his body. A bit. Oh, God, Paula. It was pure hell. And so um, it's one of those things that I don't think it ever washes. And I dry cleaned that dress many times. <laughs> so... Uh, the photo comes out. It's all posted in the cafeteria. There's a big hullabaloo and laughter. And I walk over and there's me with this gentleman and my nip clear as day between the two geometric straps. The dress had pulled, the dress had been pulled down when he grabbed, when he pulled me in close. And I was like, there's the pink areola. There it is. And so I immediately snatched the picture. No, you have to buy those. I'm like, nope, I'm taking it. I am not buying this. It was like a five by ten. I mean, it was a huge. It was like a five by seven size. I'm not buying my own nipple. No. So I took it and that was the end of it. But I was but everybody had seen it already. I remember seeing it at your house. It was laying on your bed and I picked it up and I'm like, is that is that your nipple? (laughs) It is. It was embarrassing as hell. So uh, that's one that goes in the books for life. But these are not as not. There's one that's actually pretty hilarious. I'm going to tell it to you right now. A couple of summers ago, I went to an amusement park with some friends. It was a hot summer day, and we wore our swimsuits to enjoy the water rise before we decided to ride the fastest roller coaster there. When the coaster reached the top of the 100-foot climb, I put both of my hands up and made and put my, both of my hands up in the air to make the ride more thrilling. The coaster then launched down the track, and I kept my hands up as the ride's cameras took our picture. As I flew down, however, I thought, oh, I feel a little extra breezy around where my tank top should have been. Sure enough, when we reached the end of the ride, my left boob had popped out of my swimsuit. (laughs) My friends were dying with laughter as we ran to see the pictures from our ride. And there I am with both hands held high, a huge grin on my face and my tit hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that photo. That That would be hilarious. I wonder if there's like a website for like... uh... Funny roller coaster ride photos. Oh, I'm sure there. We'll have to find that. Yeah. I'm sure there is. That would be so funny. I look so bad in those photos. Have you ever seen yourself? Are you the person that opens their mouth wide and laughs real, and you look great when you are going down the roller coaster or whatever? Jamie, I don't look good in any photos. I mean, when Every- I'm trying to take a selfie, <laughs> if you go back and look in my camera gallery, there's like 30. I mean, you yes. saw my New Year's Eve photos. I look like I had I Bell's palsy. I know. I don't know what that was, y'all. What's going on? Do I always look like that? Well, I'm like, seriously, I was thinking about going to the doctor and showing him and be like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> 
it always to me looks like you're trying not to laugh is what i think no i looked like i I had something wrong with my face and well then i showed victor and he's just like yeah that that does look weird and he's like just smile now and so i smile and he's like well it's not happening now and i'm like okay good (laughs) well that's good news but i was just like god Um, i'm like why why is this happening so <laughs> I don't either. It just makes me not want to smile at all. I'll pu- I'll just start turning into Kim Kardashian and just like do you it. Know, do a serious. But I'll probably just look like I'm pouting or something. I don't know. I can't. Well, win. I have I have resting bitch face. So when I when I smile or don't smile, it doesn't matter. I still look. It, it's in the eyes, though. At least the eyes are the that give it away. At least I'm not like Allison when you know every time the flash goes off, my eyes close. <laughs> <laughs> Or mom, where she looks off in another direction. I don't think there's one photo of mom looking directly in a camera ever. There's not a photo of Allison where her eyes are open. We we tried so many pictures (laughs) where we're just like, okay, as soon as you hear the click, open your eyes. And so we tried to get her to open her eyes as soon as it turned on, but it just didn't work. So we started taking pictures of her with her looking in the opposite direction. Maybe Uh, that's why mom does it. Maybe. God, you're right, because they both have sensitive eyes. It's possible. Uh, Okay, here's another one. Uh, I'm going to give you three today. Uh, The second one. I was in a meeting with a bunch of clients and was wearing a button-up shirt. I had the top button open and my second button popped open without me noticing. Oh, God, you know, I had a shirt like that. I don't... Women with big boobs should not wear button-up shirts. It's very difficult. Well, they're always stretched Uh, in the middle anyway. Well, exactly. I gave 10 very old Chinese men a very good view of my breast for a good 15 minutes. She didn't have a tank top on underneath? I was wearing a strapless bra that had slid down about an inch. (gasps) Good times. Why was she wearing a strapless bra? Laundry day, probably. I am always... she had to wear something. I am always tank topped up in the event of any kind of malfunction because... I like the... Yeah. Well, one, yeah. I like the double layer because it helps Me hide the fat. But two, <laughs> in the event of, you know, an emergency or something that happens, you know, yeah. I've always got something. And even when I wear a button up shirt with a tank top underneath, I still have cleavage. So, yes, I, um, I, you know, I'm starting to wonder if what's going to come around is undergarments are going to come back instead of just spanks. Will there be, you know, the camisoles and the slips that we all used to have, be required to wear in our youth? I wonder if those will come back well all they have now are those little triangles that you clip to your bra and then you slip down and it's just i don't want to do candy that set. that's dumb i don't want to do that <laughs> looks like a little um, napkin it's stupid uh yeah i don't get the strapless bra part personally i'm like wh- i mean unless if your boobs are humongous first of all i've never to this day found a strapless bra that works for me never no i don't know about you but i've never i've purchased many no it's just it's no. you put it on and it's just your boobs just <laughs> push it down it's yeah and then you walk 10 feet and it's down around your waist yeah it's like it's never the only thing it's covering is your nipples (laughs) barely and then there's a weird line when you and then you you just spend all day trying to pull it up oh it's so it's it's just the worst and there's nothing more i hate than having an outfit on that i'm constantly pulling at i hate it more than i don't wear strapless anything it's just me neither uh okay here's the final one me and my girl and i believe this i i I really had to think about this, but I can see how it could possibly happen. Me and my girlfriend are lying in bed watching Netflix. She leans over me to grab a tissue. I think we both had a cold. I was sort of dozing and not paying attention to anything. Her nipple, as hard as a rock, hits me right in the eyeball and scratches it. I have to go to the hospital because I have a scratched retina from her boob. What? Can you imagine? Okay, wait. 
when you started me and my girlfriend lying in bed watching Netflix, I'm I, you lost me because I was just like, that's weird. Like, <laughs> I don't lie in bed with another woman. And okay, no, no, I think this. He said he was a boy. I'm sorry. Oh, I I okay, okay. I, I apologize. Okay, I, I me and my girlfriend. Well, although it kind of doesn't matter, but um, no, it just been watching Netflix. I, well, when you said girlfriend, I thought you meant like they were friends and they oh. were lying in bed watching Netflix, and I'm just like, that's weird. got it. And then she leaned over yeah. to get a tissue, and then she said her boob scratched her eye. I was like, what? I'm like, why would well, her boob be hanging out? Okay, I get it. Well, now. that's I the thing is they're prob- they probably had no clothes on. I got gotcha. you. And so when he when she reached over to get something, her nipple hit his eye and scratched it, and he had to go to the hospital. What would be scratchy on her nipple? I don't know. See, that's that's the thing. I'm like, what? I mean, I don't get it unless her boob like pushed his eyelash or something, and his eyelash via boob scratched his retina i don't really know or but the uh, no that doesn't make any sense first of all no boob is even if you're cold as ice no boob can cut an eye i mean the only thing i could possibly think of but this would have to they would have said this is if she was like breastfeeding and there was like dried milk on there milk but i thought the same thing but that doesn't make any sense i don't know if that's true well, that's why that's why I threw it in there because I wanted your feedback. Yeah, because I'm like this. This sounds almost made up, like fantasy. Well, like you wish that you had a girlfriend who had boobs scratching your eye. Well, I mean, guys are weird about nipples, and they, they probably think like, it's oh, dumb. and how he said they were rock hard. I'm just like, come on. Uh, you're right. You know, it's probably practically porn. He probably ejaculated right after he wrote that state- statement. I mean, I had to go to the hospital because oh, her nipples were so oh hard, God. and I'm just like, I when- put it out there. Now I'm in. Now I'm totally aroused. Girls' nipples don't get so. Ridiculously hard. They don't cut diamonds, dude. Uh, you know, and if I could, if I would have said, hey, sir or young man, whoever you are, that's not how boobs work. So keep that in your file okay. and don't let any, don't let don't tell anyone else about that. And actually, now it makes me think there was actually no woman in his bed. He was just watching Netflix by himself. I mean, what woman and, and wishing what woman would <laughs> lean over her man so closely that her boob drops into his eye? I mean, <laughs> and he wasn't paying attention right that's guys are, are you kidding dumb i get if when i get in bed and daryl's playing a game or something on his phone and i get in bed because you know we don't sleep with clothes on yeah and he he stops everything he's doing and and watches the process of me getting in bed <laughs> every time i'm like why do you do that he goes um because a naked girl is getting in my bed and i'm like okay well you know fair yeah boobs you know i get it i get it I don't have the same feeling as he does. But I mean, even when you're in, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, well, when I had someone in my bed, I I pull up the covers and I get covered, you know, and I like eventually. Yeah. I I mean, it's not like I sit there with my boobs hanging out, you know, and no, but I mean, you know, you've got access to boobs. You're going to, you know, try to cop a feel. But but I mean, I'm never no woman. Would you ever just (sighs) lean over Daryl and let your boobs plop in his face to get a tissue? First of all, couple things. One, there's nothing on the boy's side of the bed that I want. There's no tissues ever. over there. No, there's nothing. It's dusty. There's there's his shit is over there. And I don't even like walking on his side of the bed because I don't know how many boogers he's flicked on the floor. Like, I don't want anything to do with the boy's side of the bed. Do you even ever, have ever. tissues on your nightstand? No. I just go in the bathroom no. and get toilet paper. Or, you know, yes. if there's necessary for like, you know, 
after sex wiping, we just grabbed some t-shirt in the dirty clothes. <laughs> and do you, do you ever, did you ever venture to the boy side of the bed ever for anything? Only if I was trying to like go through his phone. Yeah. But not like, there's nothing over there that you want. I, it's boy. There's nothing. I don't know. What am I going to look at his belt buckle? I mean, I just, well, he's like, he, he would be like, Daryl would be like, why don't you come over to my side of the bed? I'm like, you know, I really don't want to. And it's either middle or my side. He's like, why? I go, because that's the boy's side. The and only, I just don't want to. The only thing I needed over there was something in his wallet or <laughs> his cell phone so I could dig through it and see. But now that he, sure, you know, sure. Well, he, now he does. But previously he did also have like the retina scan. I'm just like, what are you working for? The fucking CIA? <laughs> if Daryl had that, I'd be mad. Well, I mean, it doesn't even matter because I, no, I no. do the cell phone bill so I can see who he's calling, but... Exactly. Anyway, all right. Well, those are the ugly and awkward moments of the week, the nip slip edition. Um, nobody can top my nip slip, but if you think you can, by all means, submit your story. I'd love to see you try. Well, I think Tara Reid can, but... Remember when oh. she was on the red carpet and the strap of her dress fell down and her boob was hanging out and she had no idea? <laughs> that's, and that's the photographers had to tell her, like, uh, Tara, your your breast is hanging out. And she's like, what? And someone came and so, actually pulled up her strap. That is so embarrassing. That's that's almost sad. Well, and you're right. Like, that is, when you that don't is definitely that epic. You're, I mean, what kind of life do you live when your breast is hanging out and you just don't know? I mean, like, it, like <sighs> it's just commonplace that your breast is hanging yeah. out? Yeah. You know, I've heard her on interviews before, maybe, and she's had quite a life. Maybe <laughs> I think she's lived a lot of life. Maybe it was just hot outside, and she just didn't realize the change in the air. I don't know. I would know if something fell off of my body. I don't care how tiny or thin the scrap of material is. You would know. Yeah, I would think so. You would. Oh my god. All gosh. right. Well, Daryl's going to kill us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Please be sure to hit up uh, lipandclip.com and Amazon. I know they're doing a bunch of sales to uh, get rid of all their merchandise. So uh, be sure to shop those. Uh, other than that, we will be back on Sunday and uh, we will be talking uh, about uh, the upcoming MMA fight with Conor McGregor yes. and Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, probably talking some football because I know that we're coming to a close on that stuff uh, with the Super Bowl. Uh, I didn't watch, but apparently the Patriots are out. So they are. I didn't realize everybody was so happy about that. So oh, that's because they dominate all the time. So it's nice to have well, some fresh Ryan's teams. Be upset, so if he already knows. Anyways, have a fabulous rest of your week, and we will see you on Sunday. Bye.